Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Jody Katz, who's been a respected voice in the beauty and wellness industry for 20 years. 15 of those years was as a founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency, whose holistic, integrated approach to marketing high-growth brands has revolutionized the industry and taken companies owned by the likes of Colgate, Church & Dwight, and Estee Lauder to unprecedented levels of sales and cultural impact. In today's episode, Jody and I speak with you about her new book, Facing the Seduction of Success, Inspiring Stories on Leading in Business While Living Your Life which provides checks and balances to help readers reassess what success means to them, as well as provide strategic tips to harness their focus and purpose. Welcome to Lifeology. Thank you so much. I love that intro. There's a lot of words there. You <laughs> delivered it beautifully. <laughs> Why, thank you. It's funny. I always have to practice this several times beforehand. So when I do do it, quote, effortlessly, I'm like, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming back. My viewers and listeners don't know this, but we had a fantastic interview about a month ago. And unfortunately, some technical stuff on our end happened. So the second time is going to be a charm. So thanks for being a big support with us today. Now, Happy you day. have done so many things. And so what I really liked when I got the pitch was how you started one way in life and studied for something different. And then you found your way. And then all of a sudden you are this fantastic person that you are. So walk us through your journey of how you first, when you were in college and how things kind of switched for you and you moved into the beauty industry. Thanks for asking that question. Cause it doesn't start with the book. This isn't the oh. first thing you do, you know, like it's, <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> um, it wasn't even on the list, but it's interesting how you get here. Um, I, you know, I really liked pop culture. I wasn't one of those people in college who knew what she wanted to be when she grew up, mm. but, um, I found my way into advertising and I thought, oh, this is cool. But, uh, culturally the company is very suit and tie and hierarchical. And mm. I just, you know, I wasn't really made for that. And I just sort of went on this journey and I like kind of envisioned myself with this backpack and I'm just popping in experiences and learning mm-hmm. in that backpack as I move along. I was not uh, loyal to companies very much. I was, yeah. you know, I guess very much that new, um, that kind of Gen Z employee, uh-huh. you know, that we've been meeting, um, you know, just sort of on a journey uh-huh. and um, willing to see what comes next. So I had jobs in um, like the inception of um, social media, the inception of 
webs, websites, like digital, like everything, yeah. you know, the Y2K, like I've been, I've been there for that, um, <laughs> traditional advertising, marketing. And eventually I found my way to the beauty industry as a creative. And I thought, oh, this is cool. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can do this. I like this. This makes sense to me. And ever since that first gig, which was writing catalog copy for Avon and the bliss spa so ever since that many many years ago um, i've been focused on the beauty and wellness industries and really building impactful marketing wow when you do when you started writing the beauty did you realize uh, about beauty did you realize how much of self-help comes along with that well you're always in service to the reader right so this Mm -hmm. is um this is a generous industry, I would say. Um, there's an opportunity to educate. There's an opportunity to be empathetic. Right, that's all built into the work if it's good. Mm-hmm. Right, the work yeah. that's not great is very um, brand first or brand only. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that wasn't my vibe. I never, you know, really um, thought that that's the way to go because as a customer, yeah. I want to feel invited into the brand. So it all started, you know, back in the days of catalog when you know catalog was king. And you really wanted to romance the customer and make them feel seen and um, give them more information than they started out with before they opened mm. your page. Wow. And, and as you evolved into your career, and I think I asked you this the last time, what, what's different from who you are today versus younger, your younger self? So what's the same and what's different rather? Well, I'm a lot more at ease. I have a lot mm-hmm. more confidence. I definitely... Um, understand who I am and mm-hmm. um, know when things feel great and know when things feel off. But if you went back in time and met the 20 something year old me, um, I really wasn't in tune to my emotions. I didn't understand feelings. I didn't really allow yeah. myself to have them. So that doesn't sound like a problem in my career, but that's like, you mm-hmm. know, it's a very sure. holistic yeah. thing, right? Understanding yeah, how your body responds. So uh, I think I was just sort of on um, autopilot you know, for many years until Mm -hmm. I started to want better for myself and to really understand who I am and um, how to, how to feel like more whole. Yeah. It's always interesting how, you know, even in my career, you know, for you, you had to create this experience. You had to write this, this copy in a way that really moved the, moved the reader. And then if you're struggling in your own self to really evolve that. So sometimes we do give more to other people, other things. And I'm glad you're able to take that step back and say, okay, i really good at my job. Let me take that time of introspection and to get myself more balanced. You know, even my career as well, many people can say, oh, people go become a therapist because they're working on themselves. (laughs) But the whole point is, is learning how to give out when you're supposed to and also learning how to keep for yourself to be able to grow and develop. Because as we know, if we give out too much, that's where burnout happens. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that like there was a script in my mind. There wasn't mm-hmm. like a plan of action. There wasn't a running yeah. show. This is all sort of by accident. You know, one by one things would happen in my life where I just wanted better for myself. Mm-hmm. So I put myself on a journey. You know, I did the hard work where it was going to land. I had no idea, but I knew that in that moment I wanted better. So that's what I went after. When you decided to write the book, Facing the Seduction of Success, Inspiring Stories and Leading in Business While Living Your Life, what made you write that? Oh my God. We've done over 200 podcast episodes at We're Bringing Me Beauty podcast. And the the whole show is about career journey and life journey. So I get to have one-on-one interviews with leaders in the beauty and wellness industry, and they would share the most incredibly impactful wisdom with me. And my audience for the podcast is very niche, right? It's all people in my industry. So um, after 200 episodes, it was time to look at all this incredible wisdom and say, this is not just 
these are not just solutions for my industry. These are helpful wisdom nuggets mm -hmm. for anybody moving through any yeah. part of their career. So we really wanted to package up all these insights in a way that people outside of our industry could utilize. And um, we created the book in a um, kind of a snackable way where you can just turn to a page and get inspiration that day or oh, um, a contemplative thought and, yeah. you know, try to reset yourself. Wow. With, with all the people that you've listened to and they're all fantastic. Was there one specific lesson that really stood out to you from one of your, one of your guests? Oh my God. There's so many, but what That's I do, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm going to do this experiment with you, James. I just yeah. opened, okay. like I said, I just opened to a page because yeah, yeah. the universe will give me yeah. the gift. Yes. So, oh, here's a good one. This is Dr. Patricia Wexler. She's a very well-known dermatologist in New York city. I'm sure okay. you've seen her on TV. Yeah. And the quote that starts her segment is you have to keep evolving. And um, this is so true like, in my business. If I stood still 15 years ago when I started it, I would not be in business yeah. right now. If I was unwilling to be nimble, unwilling to be flexible, unwilling to take risks um, and just like kind of redo everything um, to fit um, and service my clients better, mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't have a business. So I have to keep evolving. And that's about, you know, um, the types of clients we work with, the type of work mm -hmm. we do, the type of staff we have, the way we communicate with each other, the technology tools we have, everything has yeah. to keep evolving. Otherwise, if you're standing still, you're not doing the job. Yeah. I, I think it, even to think piggyback on that as well is to be like, I'm a CEO of my company. It sounds like you are as well. I'm sure other people are, are, are CEOs or management of their companies too. But I think sometimes as leaders, we can think, well, if I, if I have to ask someone how to do something or get more information about something, then all of a sudden I'm not a leader because I have to ask for help. And so, you know, it's interesting that the evolution of becoming a leader is you have to learn from someone, you have to learn from something. And so it's learning to put that ego down and to decrease that to say, I want to learn. And so then you can pick and choose what makes sense for you as for your company. I love hiring experts. You know, I have this expertise, but it's very narrow. So, um, that's what I, that's what I get to do. I get to spend my time with really smart people yeah. and my team at this point, this is hard work to get here, but at this point, my leadership team knows way more about how to do this work than I do. Mm -hmm. And that is a thrill. It's a dream come true, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm able to have such talent on the team. They're so robust and they're so, yeah. uh, their talent is so relevant. So yeah. I um, embrace that. It makes me so happy. And that's what I want to keep building on, you know, being surrounded by people who have done this better than I can ever do it and um, can teach their teams to do it even better. I love that. I was reading some of the things that you sent. And one thing you really talk about is how to build a business that, that fits your needs and not necessarily the, the needs of others, their other expectations. Tell me more about that. Sure. Well, I actually started my agency-based beauty based on my personal need. I wanted to be a mom. And I looked around at the um, corporation I was working at long before I was even pregnant and thought, I'm mm. not going to be able to be the mom I want to be mm. and work here. So I, you know, that wasn't even a conversation I had with HR or a conversation with my boss. I just yeah. made that decision, right? I, I looked at the evidence around me and thought this won't be right. So I need to craft something for myself, right? If I want to work, and I want to be the mom I want yeah. to be. I'm going to have to figure this out on my own. So um, that was the decision I made. The decision to start my business was not based on like creating a certain amount of revenue or scaling mm -hmm. at a certain rate or getting a certain type of client. It was very personal and it was rooted in how am I going to find my joy, right? When I've started to yes. grow a family. So that's the barometer. That's what I measure against every day. Am I um, having joy in my work, right? Even mm -hmm. through the challenges, they, they are joyful mm -hmm. at this point, right? Because I know mm -hmm. after every challenge, every kind of 
um, way that we're stretched. There's something amazing at the other side. Mm -hmm. So I look forward to those now, those moments. But um, I root everything in this idea of creating this flexible, nimble opportunity for me to be joyful as I learn and do this great work. Other people might have different barometers and they see um, their path to success through a different lens. And, you know, what's important in the book and on my podcast is that this is a judgment-free zone, right? I certainly have met many people on my show where money was the barometer and there's a lot of reasons for that. And that's what they're working every day and every night um, toiling towards and they get there. Um, So I'm just curious about how people move through the day. I'm so curious about how they put their phone down at night. I'm so curious about how they deal with those feelings when life stuff feels kind of yucky um, in their work day and how they navigate. We'll be right back. Are you an emerging persona or a global organization that isn't getting recognition from the press? Have your marketing and advertisement efforts hit a plateau? Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Red Heifer Media is a full-service boutique public relations agency specializing in health and wellness, tech, real estate, and nonprofit organizations. We can turn your successful company into a reputable brand. Take your first step and visit www.redheifermedia.com. Once again, visit www.redheifermedia.com to take your brand to the next level. Welcome back. I am James Miller. You're listening to Lifeology Radio. I'm speaking with Jody Katz, and we're talking about her book, Facing the Seduction of Success, Inspiring Stories, and Leading in Business While Living Your Life. Jody, we were just talking about um, the work-life balance and things you're learning as well. How do you, how do you really create that work-life balance when it comes to you, you started your company because you wanted to be, be a fantastic mother, which congratulations. But there, you moved around in such a way and you had to figure that out. So how do you create that work-life balance? Because sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. Well, I think because I'm a business owner, there's a different perspective here. My kids and my husband, they're part of the company, right? They're not mm. like you know t- doing the work on a daily basis. But they, <laughs> okay. They're part of the growth. Um, you know, my kids are very involved in, um, you know, when we move one office to another, packing up boxes and, you know, helping yeah. me with things. Um, they ask a lot of questions. They're super curious about my team and like getting to know different team members. So it's a family business in that sense, in emotional, in an emotional sense, it's a family business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't feel like I need to separate work from okay. the okay. family because we can talk about it together. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm also in a you know fascinating industry. I'm in beauty and wellness yeah. marketing. Like it's super fun. It's all around us. So that's one thing. And the other thing is I. Um, really look deep inside myself about um, what's important to me and Mm -hmm. sensing when things are missing. So I have this, um, this picture that comes to my mind of buckets, you know, like rain Mm -hmm. buckets or something. And on each bucket is a label and those those labels represent the things that are important to me today. So that could Mm -hmm. be work, um, spontaneous time with my kids, um, date time with my husband, uh, mm-hmm. fitness. I love Bravo reality TV. So there's a Bravo bucket. <laughs> and if oh. I have that kind of feeling where I'm unsettled or uncomfortable or feeling a little mm-hmm. blue, I close my eyes and think about which bucket feels like it's a little empty. Which one do I need to fill oh. up? So sometimes it's just like, leave me alone. I want to watch Bravo and that's going to fill my bucket mm-hmm. up and that's fine. Sometimes it's doing something spontaneous and fun with the kids, like going to an amusement park or going on a fun hike or something like that. Um, sometimes it's, you know what, I haven't been to the gym. I haven't moved my body in a certain way. I need to fill that bucket up. Mm-hmm. So 
I just have started to really listen to my gut about what's missing and realize that I have the opportunity to fill it. So do I have the opportunity to fill that bucket right now on a Thursday? No, but I can make a plan to fill it up on the weekend. Maybe it's filling it up, you know, a few weeks from now, but I can take an action that helps me get to the goal, which is to fill Mm -hmm. up that bucket. I like how you slow everything down and have that internal, that, that take that inventory and say, what am I experiencing right now? And so your methodology, which I really like is the buckets to really, to sit there and feel that and go through each bucket to say, which one feels empty. I, I think that is something where sometimes we get so overwhelmed and so busy that we forget that it is important to check in with yourself. And so I always tell people, uh, at, when you wake at, when you get to work at noon at five o'clock, set an alarm on your phone and check in with yourself. So you, you can do this with um, two different scales, scale of one to 10, best, the 10 is the highest, I, the best I feel, and one is the worst. So from scale of one to 10 for my emotions, what's my emotionality? If I'm at a four, okay, well, when I check in again, am I still at a four? Why am I at a four? And then the other scale is one to 10. How's my, how am I physically feeling? So if I wake up and I don't feel well, well, it doesn't mean it has to affect my mood. Or if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, it doesn't mean that I can't do all the physical responsibilities I need to do. So learning how to check in with yourself all the time gives person, the person ability to put things behind them thinking, well, if this, if I was frustrated with someone three hours ago, why am I still upset? And so it's learning how to let things go, but to really listen to yourself, like you said, and to create a life that makes sense for you. You know, I love this technique. I'm actually in this moment in my business where I'm feeling very, very vulnerable. So mm-hmm. we're in like a growth phase and there's mm-hmm. growing pains and mm-hmm. um, I can feel it. Like it's like tingles in my arms and my hands. Mm-hmm. And um, the reality is, you know, there's a limbo kind of feeling mm-hmm. that happens when you're in your business and you're like, you know, where you're, where you're heading but you know, you're, you're in process, but you're not there yet. So this limbo is really uncomfortable. I feel very, very vulnerable. I feel very like naked in the world in a sense. And I have been sort of like just checking in with myself on this. This isn't even like a bucket system thing. This is just like, I feel weird. I'm vibrating a little bit, Uh you know, and I think all I can do is just honor that that's the fact, you know, I don't think Mm -hmm. that there's uh, much more I can do about it. This is the reality. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep taking my steps forward, but I love this idea of this twice a day check-in to be mm-hmm. able to evaluate these things. Yes. Oh, that's great. And, and it is interesting. So when we are in this this time in our life when things can become so overwhelming, that flux the unknown because we've done really well. We know what this is, but then all of a sudden then what's coming up, we're like, oh, I don't know. But what's really cool though, is I think if we look at the sense of when did I feel the certain feeling before? So if I feel in limbo before, what did I do in my past that helped me work through it? And what did I do in my past that did not help me work through it? So then it's plug and play. Well, let me do what worked and avoid what, what, what didn't work before. But it's so exciting. So congratulations for the success of your company. Thank you. It's um, such a fun adventure. You know, for sure, many years ago, it was not a fun adventure. I would like be crying. <laughs> like, I'm, um, you know, I definitely so shed a lot of tears. I um, didn't have a toolbox, you know, for this, honestly. Yeah. This is building a business is um, it's so deeply personal, right? It feels... Um, really intense because it's so tied to who you are mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um there's just so many levels of humanness at play here but you know i spent a lot of time at work i spent a lot of time on the podcast as a mom as a wife but i feel like with all these things what i'm actually spending the most time on is working on me like growing me evolving yes. me well speaking of that how do you how do you say no or how do you allow yourself to say no I say, I just say no. <laughs> no, I actually say, I think I say, James, I think you say no, thank you. Um, okay, that's right. So uh, 
I, um, I think it kind of goes back to the bucket system. Like what are my priorities in this moment? What are the things I really need? What's the the fuel I need? Um, and I, I don't think I I spent a lot of time feeling guilty about that. Um, I also have, um, team members that I want them to get exposure to some of the things Mm -hmm. I've, I've experienced. So I'm really happy when an opportunity comes along that I don't want to take for myself i actually want to give it to a team member to give them that kind of exposure and learning so um yeah i think that um i just became accustomed to doing things my own way and Mm -hmm. with that didn't um there wasn't really a lot of guilt attached to saying no thank you wow that's good i'm glad to hear that and i think because sometimes people think they have to say yes to everything and learning how to set those boundaries for yourself to say yes i can do this but just because I can doesn't mean I should. And so therefore I'm going to be say intentional about where the direction is in my life should go. What's next for you? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I guess working through this limbo. So maybe the, the <laughs> next time I talk to you, I'll be on the other side. Um, you know, what I love about the work I get to do with my team is we're um, proving every day that you can have ambitious growth and be an ambitious um, high-performing team that works with kindness and respect through everything we do. So, you know, we've all have horror stories of places we've worked mm-hmm. and people we've worked with. And this is my mission. This is with my hypothesis 15 years ago. Like I can do this, but I'm going to do it with kindness and respect. And we prove yes. that, you know, that's the expectation yes. on the team that they all move through the work with kindness and respect. That's expectation of our clients, our vendors, our partners. And, you know, little by little, we're chipping away at, you know, this old stuff that um, some people still come to work with, which is ego. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a sense of cruelness because they were treated poorly. Yeah. Um, and this sense of like, they need, they need to dominate their team in a, in a way that makes them feel good, but their team feel not good. So I'm proud of this. This is really, um, you know, aside from creating needle moving marketing, mm-hmm. you know, this is our purpose. Yes. And I think not only that, but you're, you're creating this, this system. And so you're, you're pruning it, pruning it as it needs to be pruned based off of kindness. So as you're kind to someone to point out how perhaps their, their interactions with others could just be, they weren't paying attention, but it is good to be able to create a cultural norm where people can be able to appreciate everyone's um, the likeness and also their differences. And so I think that's one thing that makes up so many fantastic teams is the differences that so many people have because in those differences creates the creativity and creates the dialogue to be able to have something completely different than they would have had should everybody be the same. Yeah, James, well put. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right, is another book in store for you? <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so um, this one, you know, we um, I wrote um, Facing the Seduction of Excess with um, Jan Michelle, who's a copywriter on my team, and she's um, an impeccable researcher, and she's so detailed. And it was very fun to do this with her. I, I could not have done it alone. I would have. Um, I'm not kind of a person who uh, needs pushing, you know, I um, kind of mm-hmm. get stuck sometimes. So having Jan as a partner, and she's fastidious with the details. <laughs> it's like oh, amazing. So um, Jan, myself, and our COO, Eleni, are talking about what's next. And I think it's really um, going to be more focused on the base beauty business in terms of mm-hmm. uh, a gu- creating a guidebook on how to build a business like ours, you know, one that oh, is, um, you know, really, truly governed by kindness and respect. It impacts the way we hire. It impacts our philosophy on um, 
remote work, which we've been doing for 15 years, mm-hmm. by the way. So it's oh. been um, a long legacy of that, a lot of experiences and highs and lows and learnings. And you know how we put all these pieces together. Some of this at the agency is written down. Some of it is just kind of like in the air. And it's really mm-hmm. time to you know, put it down on paper and um, hand this off to other people so they can find their way. Well, Jody Katz, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. My viewers and listeners want to find out more information about you to, uh, to purchase your book one more time, Facing the Seduction of Success, Inspiring Stories, and Leading in Business While Living Your Life, and also listening to your podcast and everything else you do. Where will they find all this information online? So the podcast is called Where Brains Meet Beauty, and you can find that everywhere. You can find your favorite podcast, and the book is on Amazon. Wonderful. My viewers and listeners also know that if I can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I'll link you with all of Jody Katz's information. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. Thanks, James. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.